Blog Talk Radio. by the Appleseed Project, which is a project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association sponsors a rifle marksmanship program that also delivers American heritage, American history. The reason behind this is so that we can honor those men and women who made such great sacrifices 234 years ago so that we could have the things that we have today, the nation that we have today, the freedoms and liberties that we have today. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us, and uh, we will get uh, get started off here in just a minute with the the schedule. And if it looks kind of slim tonight, uh, that's probably because it's going to be. I still don't know. I still can't tell you for sure if uh, uh, if it is the uh, – uh, t- tonight it must have been the weather or the storm <clears throat> because I had no Internet service whatsoever. And uh, all the way until 6.30, I kept hitting, uh, you know, uh, the – I just kept trying to open up the – uh, Appleseed Forum and uh, Blog Talk Radio, nothing, not a thing. Uh, I got the, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody else ever experiences this, but you get the page will load up, but it won't, it doesn't load up in a normal fashion. 
it'll be like uh, somebody took all the letters and uh, stuff and shook it up in a box and then threw it onto the screen. And uh, it's all kinds of different places. <clears throat> Aromatic, I see you saying that you didn't see a reminder post on the forum. And uh, that's because there's not one. Because uh, I couldn't get any of anything to open until just now. Now I don't have any time to put a reminder on there. So if you got, one of you guys want to hop over to the forum and uh, go to the uh, radio show and uh, just hit uh, uh, new topic and uh, and post on there that we are having a show. I couldn't send anything out. Uh, no reminders through anything. And uh, I'm absolutely amazed that I got the uh, the show loaded and going because, as I said, I couldn't get anything to open until about 6.32. And... Uh, and then I was even more amazed because at 6.32, everything opened up, and I'm talking about it at a fast, super fast speed. I didn't have any trouble uh, opening the chat tonight, no trouble opening the switchboard, none of that. But uh, for two hours before that, nothing. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Aromatic, if you'll go ahead and post uh, a reminder. We'll just do the show tonight with us, and uh, uh, even though it's a fairly important topic, uh, we get a, the majority uh, of our listeners will come back into archives and listen to it there, and then I'll also refer back to it again on this uh, <coughs> this coming Tuesday. Okay, first let's hit the schedule real quick. Uh, as you know that we're having the, uh, uh, the guys are down in... Uh, uh, South Carolina for the, I mean Georgia for the uh, uh, the we call them camp down there with the uh, uh, with the the army unit that they're working with down there. Uh, we wish them the best of luck, uh, best of skill rather, because uh, we depend on skill rather than luck here. All right, for the October 10th and 11th weekend. We'll start off with Birmingham, Alabama, Burlington Flats, New York, Canton, Mississippi, Davila, Texas, right here this coming weekend, Durand, Illinois, Eureka, Kansas, Lodi, Wisconsin, uh, St. Augustine, Florida, St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, that's got to be where the grass comes from, right? Sherburn, Louisiana, Skohegan, uh can't make that out. Cohegan. Uh, I can't make out the the last two letters. I'll take, dig up my glasses here. <clears throat> Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Yanceyville, North Carolina. Bakersfield, California. That starts off the October 17th and 18th weekend. Followed by Brighton, Colorado. Buckeye, Arizona, Calverton, New York, College Station, Texas, El Paso, Texas, Evansville, Indiana, Lobelville, Tennessee, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Montpellier, Virginia, Piru, California, Ramsar, North Carolina, Sacramento, California, Stinson, West Virginia, Wabash, Indiana, Williamstown, I can't see that either. Boy, my eyes are getting bad. 
El Paso College, El Paso Community College, and this starts off, off the October 24th and 25th weekend, and that's at El Paso Community College, Texas. Uh, that's the uh, El Paso Law Enforcement Center there. That's the indoor range. Uh, Gunnison, Colorado, October 24th and 25th. Knob Creek, Kentucky, October 24th and 25th. Mayaka, Florida, October 24th and 25th. Osage Beach, Missouri, October 24th and 25th. Ottawa, Illinois, Stinson, West Virginia, Wayland, Iowa, Albion, New York, Athens, Ohio. Let me go back to Albion, New York. That starts off the October 31st and first weekend. And then followed by Athens, Ohio. Carrollton, Kentucky, Castle Rock, Washington, Dulzura, California, Fresno, California, Hinkley, Minnesota, Jerome, Idaho, Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, Santa Barbara, California. And that takes us to the end of October. And uh, I think I said, I don't know if I said Wayland, Idaho, but that's Wayland, Iowa. Okay. All right. Okay, did you catch that for me? Ed? I couldn't see the uh, the screen. I couldn't see the the letter. I could see the M, but I couldn't see what was behind it. And uh, I couldn't find my glasses. All right. So thank you. Okay, uh, without further ado, let's get right into figuring some things out. And one of the things that I want to to mention is that uh, we have a specific mission at Appleseed. And while it seems, uh, while it while it seems confusing. Uh, to some folks, where it seems like there has to be more to it, there really isn't. The mission at Appleseed is a very, very simple one, and that is to wake the folks up, uh, to get them involved in taking responsibility for safeguarding their freedoms, their liberties, and and being a true American by being involved in maintaining those freedoms and liberties, by maintaining uh, the nation and the things that it takes to work this nation. A lot of folks, and I talk about this quite regularly, a lot of folks think that someone is uh, constantly looking out for them, uh, that someone is, certainly someone is uh, ensuring that their freedoms and liberties are safeguarded, that, uh, that someone else is standing watch and taking care and making sure that, uh, that when they wake up tomorrow, <clears throat> they won't be short uh, a, uh, an amendment or, a, uh, or any freedoms or any liberties. <clears throat> and the problem with that is you can't trust other folks to look out for your freedoms and liberties. You're going to have to do that yourself. And uh, so my point being that that is our mission. It's a very simple one. What we do is we have rifle marksmanship clinics. 
Number one, to teach rifle marksmanship. And why? Why do we do that? Uh, is it so that we can prepare folks for uh, some upcoming battle with uh, the government? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <clears throat> and the reason I'm speaking about this now is, uh, is it came up in a question uh, from the show I did last week. And what happened last week is uh, I read off the USMC rules for gunfighting. And uh, I did that not uh, as a uh, uh, as in preparation uh, or uh, any kind of a uh, a thing for to uh, to connect the Alpsby program with any kind of armed uh, revolution or insurrection, <clears throat> but just because more it was more out of me just uh, not really thinking that you could put the two together. I've been watching a lot of uh, downrange TV lately, and a lot of that has to do with uh, uh, a one of the shows they have, which is a survival uh, survival defense show. And it just talks about how you can, how you have a uh, an obligation to be prepared in the event of uh, some natural uh, disaster or some man-made disaster. And one of the things they talk about <clears throat> is defending yourself with firearms, and that is your right to do that. <clears throat> and uh, so, whenever I read that. That was more in my mind than anything else. But what I was thinking about is how easily that can be, that message can be, uh, it can be misconstrued. And how important it is for all of us, me especially, since I'm usually speaking to more people at once than, uh, than most everybody else, but, uh, but everybody, everyone has to think about this. <clears throat> And by thinking about it, I mean making sure that during your conversations with uh, folks at shoots that uh, that you're not getting out giving out the wrong idea about what the apple seed mission is. And the best way to make sure about that is to make sure that you understand what the apple seed mission is. <clears throat> The Appleseed mission is a very, very simple one, and it's so simple at times. I think that that is uh, that it, that is one of the uh, the pitfalls of it, uh, because I can't tell you how many times that uh, folks have said, "Okay, I'm a member now. I've been to the Appleseed. I'm a member. Now tell me what the real mission is." And I have to tell them, I said, "You know, I wish uh, I wish there was something." Uh, I guess, more exciting for you. I said, but I, I consider our mission to be very exciting. And the real mission is just that. Uh, it's for us to make sure that we're doing everything we can to get everybody else in the nation involved in safeguarding their liberties, safeguarding their rights and freedoms, <clears throat> and in honoring those who came before us honoring the Founding Fathers, honoring those folks who, uh, who made such tremendous sacrifices 
so that we could have what we have today, so that we could have this nation. That's the whole mission of Appleseed. That's it in a nutshell. Now, there's plenty to go inside that. Uh, the mission itself is very simple. <clears throat> but carrying it out uh, can be more difficult because there's a lot of stuff to do in it. Uh, the same way that, uh, uh, well, say you have a, a mission of driving a car, uh, your mission is to, uh, is to drive your uh, friends, uh, your fellow workers to work every day in a carpool. And that's your mission. Uh, it's a very simple mission, but there's a lot that had that goes along with it. Uh, making sure that the brakes are good on your vehicle, that it's inspected, that you have insurance and paperwork, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, <clears throat> so there is a lot that actually goes into this. <clears throat> the same way at Appleseed, there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, first. We ask that you figure out uh, your marksmanship skills. And we do this, as I said, not because uh, we are looking at, at some future uh, uh, at some future point in having to uh, to do anything to defend uh, our nation or to to take action against the government, but because that is one of these skills that the men and women used on April 19th, 1775. And that's one of the ways that we can honor them, is passing down those skills, those techniques, and keeping the heritage of rifle marksmanship alive. And <clears throat> while we're at it, we can talk to, we have got a captive audience, we can talk to people and explain to them uh, how important it is to remember, and by remembering, honor those folks who stood together on April 19, 1775. Then we can tell them how uh, how they can become involved in this, how they can take up their responsibility of doing this. But there is still a lot involved. So first, you have to first you have to go to an absolute event and learn how to become the master of your rifle. Learn the skills and techniques it takes to become a rifleman. Then you move on to becoming an instructor. And as an instructor, now you have to learn all these skills and techniques that, uh, that it takes to, to be an instructor. And that includes the history. And uh, that includes all of the, <clears throat> the skills and techniques that we teach to... Uh, our instructors, to make them good instructors. <clears throat> then we ask you to go out and get other folks to help. Not because we're building an army. Uh, we are building a machine. We're building more of a, uh, like a, like a huge uh, wake-up machine. We're asking folks to become involved in the program to get people interested by way of the rifle marksmanship, and then while they are there, to uh, to instruct them in how important it is that they become involved in safeguarding their rights and their liberties. Once again, not uh, by using a rifle 
to do this. Because what the point we want to make is that the folks who had to use a rifle had to do that because there was no other way. 234 years ago, they didn't have any other way. So they had to use a rifle. Okay? Now, today, we do not have to use the rifle. That's one of the things that we try to impress on folks uh, about the sacrifices that they are making in the program is that we're not ever going to ask you to stand in ranks and uh, prepare to receive buck and ball from the enemy uh, and to fight your way, uh, you know, up uh, the ramparts or take uh, take the fort by storm because we don't have to. That was already done. That was done 234 years ago. That's why we have this organization. That's the main reason we have it is to honor those folks that did that. What an amazing thing they did. What an absolutely amazing thing they did. Now, they sacrificed eight years of their lives, their properties, their riches and fortunes. They sacrificed in order that we could have what we have today. And so that we would never have to do that again. <clears throat> if anyone gets up in Appleseed and tells you that... Uh, that uh, you're being uh, taught rifle marksmanship so that uh, you can defend your nation against the government, you get on the phone and you call me, okay? Because that's the wrong message. And uh, if you hear me say something, like uh, last week at the uh, USMC Rules for Gunfighting, please understand that was done in a a more of a... uh, uh, survival, uh, man-made or natural disasters uh, kind of reference, because my message is this. <clears throat> the day that uh, anyone has to take up rifles to, uh, to get a point across to try and save the nation, then we've already lost. We've lost, okay? We've lost at what we're trying to do, <clears throat> because we don't have to do that anymore because of the Constitution of these United States. The amazing thing about that document is that gives us all the ammunition, all the power we need. The power of the government resides in the people who are the actual government. The people are the government. We don't have to worry about a king. We don't have to worry about uh, uh, government forces, governmental armies, etc., because we are the government. We're the government. The people of these United States are the government. That's the point that we're making at Appleseeds. That's what we're trying to get across to you. Now, we will teach you rifle marksmanship because, as I said, we're passing on uh, a tradition, a heritage of rifle marksmanship. Uh, Just like the Folks in Alaska, they still have the uh, uh, the the logging days, say, where they uh, they pass down the the heritage of chopping trees down with an axe and uh, and climbing 
trees and, you know, doing all the things with the hand axes, etc. that they did. Not because they have to do that anymore. they got chainsaws and everything else. But because it's part of their heritage. It's part of their traditions. And they're passing it down. And that's what we do. We're passing down the tradition of rifle marksmanship. And, as I said before, while we have you there, uh, passing down the tradition of rifle marksmanship, and let us make no bones about this, the Alpha program has uh, the absolute, I consider, the absolute best rifle marksmanship uh, program in the United States. <clears throat> so, so if this isn't just a, a scam, they are getting the absolute best uh, rifle marksmanship, fundamentals of uh, rifle marksmanship, that they can get. <clears throat> but it is being done because we're passing down a tradition. The same way that uh, if I was, uh, if we were all in Alaska, I would be passing down, I would be sharpening my axe, and, uh, and I would be showing the folks how to chop a foothold in a tree, how to, uh, uh, how to be the quickest uh, logger, and how to make a tree fall exactly where I wanted it. Okay, but it's not uh, Alaska logging. It's the American heritage of rifle marksmanship. So we're showing you the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and I believe it's the duty of every American uh, to be to be skilled in uh, in this tradition in this heritage. Now, if you don't want to, then fine, you don't want to. But I want to. I find it extremely uh, pleasing to develop a skill, just like any other skill, just like a race car driver develops his racing skills, just like a an angler can uh, flop that lure right under the tree. I want to be able to place the my, my rifle shots. Uh, where I want them to hit. <clears throat> so, not only that, but it just happens, too, that uh, the folks who enjoy rifle marksmanship, the majority of them, seem to be folks that you can count on to get stuff done. And that's where we'd like to place uh, the uh, message in these folks' ears, and that is in the ears of folks who are willing to get stuff done, such as calling their congressmen, calling their senators, uh, making sure that uh, making sure that that their needs, their wants are uh, are known to their senators and congressmen. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to keep on hitting on this and this is what I want to talk about. So whenever you call in, let me give you the number real quick so that uh, so that you can call in. It's a 347 308-8790. Uh, can one of you guys put that in there? Uh, Aromatic or Ed or uh, Spit, if one of you guys could pop that number in so that uh, folks can see it. So if you want to call in, and I would love for you to, then that's what I'd like to talk about is how is the mission of Appleseed. Okay. Uh, Let's start off with uh, area code 773. You're on there? Area code 
I'll leave the. Uh, I'll come back and check on you in just a second. But uh, if you'd like to call in, please do. The number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. So guys, call in. <clears throat> and what we're talking about now is the mission of Appleseed. And uh, <clears throat> I know that we get uh, a lot of folks that uh, and. And one of the things that uh, I was talking about uh, to the to the person that I spoke with last week about the uh, uh, USMC rules for gunfighting uh, is this: is that in my mind, the mission of Appleseed is crystal clear. Uh, I know exactly what we're doing, but uh, one of the things that we haven't done a very good job of uh, in the program is making sure that it's just as crystal clear in everybody else's mind. Uh, to us, to the a lot of the uh, folks, the older folks in the program, the the mission is crystal clear. But we need to make sure that it's crystal clear in everyone's mind, and uh, we're working on that now is to to get the the a crystal clear statement out, a uh, very simple one, and get it out everywhere we can. Uh, we got uh, mission on the home page, <clears throat> uh, along with disclaimers and everything else. But uh, a lot of times, folks don't end up on the home page. They end up on the forum, or uh, or they go straight to an Appleseed event. <clears throat> and one of the questions I always get asked is uh, is how we uh, relate to, say, militia. Uh, and the answer is, is we have uh, no involvement whatsoever with any type of militia, with any type of organization like that, because all we do is what we do. As I said before, it is so simple. Uh, it's so simple that it looks like it has to have something else. It's so simple that it looks like there must be more to it than what there is, but there's not. <clears throat> So we don't have anything to do with any type of militia. We don't train people. Uh, training implies that we're giving you uh, skills for some future event, and we don't do that. We instruct you in rifle marksmanship. We're not giving you any training for any future thing. We're giving you instruction in rifle marksmanship so that uh, on the day that you are at the Appleseed event, that you can hone your skills, your rifle marksmanship, and at the same time, you can be in that frame of mind to listen uh, to what we call the story. Uh, and the story consists of the three strikes of the match, the uh, meeting of the uh, the British regulars and the folks at Lexington on Lexington Green. That's the first strike. And then the meeting of the British regulars with the Council of Concord at the North Bridge. That's the second strike. And the third strike, of course, is uh, the events surrounding the retreat of the regulars as they returned to Boston, and which ends at the beginning of the Siege of Boston. That's the story that we give you. And uh, <clears throat> along with what you'll get at every... Uh, 
event is uh, encouragement to make sure that you are doing everything you can to ensure that your nation is uh, is being well maintained that the uh, that you're that you're doing everything you can to ensure that the uh, liberties and freedoms of the nation are being well maintained and how do you do that you do that by number one voting being registered to vote and voting you do that by talking to your congressmen and senators uh, you do that by keeping your life nice and clean not getting in trouble staying on the straight and narrow uh, being a true American being honest courageous uh, <clears throat> And making sure that those around you are doing the same thing. Making sure that those around you are doing the same thing. That's what we do at the Appleseed Project. We ensure that those around us are doing the same thing. Even if being those around us, being folks that we have to go out and round up. So... All right. We're going to go ahead and start taking callers. As I said, we're going to we want to what we want to talk to, about tonight is the Appleseed Mission. But I will listen to anything you have to say. Uh, area code five hundred two. You're on the air. Hey, Scout. It's uh, Funfeller. Well, hey, how are you doing? Um, Welcome doing to well. the show. Well, uh, it's a finally a chance to get in and give you a call and. Uh, so far, I'm liking the message. I appreciate you taking it on and uh, and spending the time to talk about it. Um, Give me your take on it, because you and I have talked about this uh, many times, and the thing that uh, we last, the conclusion that we last came to <clears throat> was that right. this is one of the places that uh, we seem to be failing the program, and that is by not uh, having a crystal clear message in every single instructor's and member's mind and what we're doing. The fact that while it may be crystal clear in your mind, fun failure, and in my mind, that uh, that doesn't mean it's crystal clear in anyone else's mind. So give give us your take on this. Well, you really hit it there, because, <clears throat> um, you know, once we address it, once once we come to grips with it, once we understand it, then it's time for us to move on and get busy with other things. But much like uh, much like the forum, you know, there's always new people coming in, and they're always they always have to have, we always need to be getting that message out, the mission out there in front of these folks so that they understand it, uh, mostly so they can grab it, understand it, convey it to other folks, and then they can move on and get busy with other stuff. But um, yeah, we we have kind of done a poor job of getting us on the website, and we're fixing that, a poor job of keeping it on the uh, forum. Uh, and so, we're, like I said, we're working on fixing that and, and maybe integrating it into the message that we give out at the events. And especially in our instructor training, you know, we want our instructors to be very crystal clear about uh, what we're trying to do with this program. What 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 is it about? And uh, you, you hit on it really well. Um, uh, and so we, you know, we, that's our job uh, is to get that out there for folks so they can uh, truly understand it. So there's no question. And that way, there when there are those occasional uh, hiccups in the message or the mission, which are always going to happen because we're growing so blasted fast and there are, are so many new people coming in, 
you know, eventually you're going to hit something where, you know, somebody goes, well, that just doesn't sound right. And, and like you said, you know, if you hear something that doesn't sound right, get a hold of us and uh, let us know. But, yeah, that just doesn't sound right. But if everywhere else our mission and our message is, is overwhelmingly clear, then a lot of folks can look at that and go, well, that's just, I either misunderstood it or uh, or it, was, uh, it wasn't conveyed properly. And so folks can look at that and, and really kind of, you know, overlook it, I guess, is the way I'm, I'm trying to get it out and say, well, that's just not the message. But um, it's interesting you also brought up uh, what are we doing here. A lot of folks are always looking for the next step or the end game or, uh, like you said, it's just plain and simple. Yeah, we're, the secret we're doing, handshake. Yeah, the, uh, yeah we're, do, we're doing the marksmanship. We're doing the heritage. And... Uh, you know, there's a lot of other underlying things that we're trying to do, but, uh, like, we're trying to instill hope. <laughs> we're trying to get folks to realize that, uh, uh, you know, that we're they're the not, They're not alone. They're yeah. not alone, and that as one person, uh, that they, maybe they can't do anything, but they don't have to be one person anymore. They can they can come with us. Well, and that's, you know, that's that's really it. And, and the other thing is, is we're, you know, we... Uh, uh, with the rifle marksmanship and with uh, reconnecting folks to the founding fathers and the founding generation, we are also giving them uh, the confidence and the understanding that they're they're the owners of this country and uh, they can do with it what they want. They need to step up and do what they want uh, with the country. And I had an opportunity a couple weeks ago to talk to a bunch of folks and try to explain to them in, in real short sound bites. Uh, what the program's about and how it can help them. And uh, it really, one of the ways I, I point this out is, for instance, if uh, you want your buddy to, to go and vote, or maybe you want him to go with you to a tea party, or maybe you want him to uh, get involved with you at the Rotary Club, uh, you know, some civics group or something. And when you bring that up with your buddy and you say, hey, why don't you come to me at this, you know, this tea party or the civics group meeting or something like this, they go, oh, no, you know, I don't want to get involved with that. That's, um, you know, that's politics, or I don't want to get involved with that because that's that's activism, or I don't want to get involved with that. That's that sounds like an obligation, and I don't want to get involved. Right. What you can do is you can say, hey, how about joining me to this? Come with me to this apple seed. Well, what is it? Well, it's uh, it's, it's rifle marksmanship and it's Revolutionary War history. Well, that sounds fun. Sounds interesting. So yeah. we get them to come to an event that's uh, non-threatening to their way of life. And at the end of two days, we've introduced them to the Founding Fathers. We've introduced them to their heritage. We've introduced them to their traditions. And we have given them confidence in being able to uh, achieve goals beyond what they thought they could before they showed up. Um, so now, Sunday evening on the drive home, you can look over at your buddy and say, hey, you want to join me at the, at the Rotary Club meeting next week? We're going to see how about uh, how we can maybe help our community a little bit better. And you go, you know, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I need to, I need, I need to uh, try to fulfill uh, the obligation I have to uh, the generations after me and try to repay this debt uh, that maybe I owe to the, uh, those who've sacrificed for, for our country. So. That you know, yeah. it's just kind of a, a we're we're a first step program, really, is what we are. We're, we're, our our goal is to get folks off the couch. Yeah, whenever I talk to people, I tell folks like when they ask me what it is, what the Apathy program is, they go, "Listen, the Apathy program is a launch pad. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do is we get people revved up, we get their engines revved up, <clears throat> we hit the uh, on switch, and we fire them into outer space. 
and uh, and this is where they get started at. And we give them the confidence uh, from a side door, uh, like you were just talking about. A lot of people don't they don't want to get uh, involved in activism. They don't want to do this when they don't think that their one voice is going to make any a good deal, or maybe they don't feel uh, then maybe they don't have a lot of self confidence. Well, they get on that line and they go through uh, two days of intense. Uh, and I don't want to scare you when I say intense. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, we give you a lot of uh, a lot of technique, a lot of skills, a lot of instruction, uh, enough to last you the rest of your life. That's what we're designed to do. Is that if you never see us again, that we're giving you enough in this weekend that you can eventually become a rifleman on your own. But what happens is people, they take to it, and they see, the, they start getting the uh, the skills and techniques, they start getting them down, and they start, they start seeing results. And their confidence goes up, and as the confidence goes up, their skills go up. They're, you know, they're, they're interlinked until at the end of the event, uh, they see that they set a goal for themselves, and they achieved it. And the obvious next step is, what's next? I achieved that goal. I set a goal for myself, and I achieved it. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to do something else. Now that's why we. Could, that's why I call it the launch pad. Is because you get folks in, and we get them. Uh, we get them through the side door, rifle marksmanship, a lot of times, and we give them those skills, and then we impress upon them while they're there that we're doing this to pass on, pass on the heritage, uh, the tradition of the rifle marksmanship, because, uh, and I think you posted this in the chat room, it's one of the few things that we actually share with the Founding Fathers. The founding Fathers didn't have basketball, they didn't have football, or uh, who knows if they had Parcheesi or, or, or anything like that, but, but they did have rifle marksmanship, and they pretty much, uh, a high percentage of them, uh, partook of this uh, this skill and this tradition. We, that's the one thing that we really share by them. As a matter of fact, it's on our shirts. Uh, the only uh, uh, sport endorsed by the founding fathers, and uh, and we get them involved in this. We get them uh, we get them involved in the the shooting aspect. We talk to them about the heritage and about their responsibilities. And uh, the next thing you know, as you said, they're saying, you know what? I do have a an obligation to go farther. I do have an obligation to do my bit, even if it's only a small bit, even if it's only a couple of phone calls, to uh, to help preserve the freedoms and liberties of my nation. And what they don't understand, and what they don't uh, they what they don't realize how important it is, is that they're seeing uh, they're seeing themselves as only say I get a group of uh, 25 people in an Apple Seed event. And out of that apple seed event, I actually talk uh, five people into calling their congressmen and senators. What they don't understand is that because of the fact that nobody will call their congressmen and senators, that uh, their voice is considered representative uh, way out of uh, proportion to their one call. They they might be valued at 5,000 voices or opinions uh, to 10,000 voices or opinions. So if I get five people to call their senators, voila, I just, I just talked uh, 25,000 people into talking to their congressman or senator. So, so this has a, a huge effect 
you know, we, we've talked about this inside the program, and uh, even though there's, there's getting close to 300 million Americans, you know, we don't have to reach 300 million Americans. We only have to reach a million. If we reach a million Americans, we're going to control uh, a huge vote in the, in the nation, and, uh, and that will go a long way toward helping to safeguard our, our rights and liberties. They, they, uh, I had the pleasure of going to uh, the Gun Rights Policy Conference um, in St. Louis a couple weekends ago, and that was that was something that was really kind of discussed there too was the fact that uh, you know they really you don't have to get a majority of the folks you just need to get uh, folks moving and get 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 folks thinking like owners and that's that was the other point I like to make it, it, when when folks come to an Appleseed event. All too often, they come in thinking like subjects. They're, they're thinking like, uh, uh, well, they, just, they think like subjects, subjects of the of the crown. And hopefully, when we get done with them on Sunday, they walk away thinking, "No, I'm the owner. I'm the owner of this country." There, there was a uh, a huge debt uh, paid on my behalf uh, over 200 years ago to ensure that this this country would be ours. Uh, and that we could be the owners, we the people could be the owners, and um, and you know it's a mind change. You send folks home with that message, and if it takes, <clears throat> then they do step up and they they do realize that um, you know with ownership, uh, there's there's benefits and perks to ownership, but there's also responsibility, and uh, you know we see these folks stepping up all the time. I mean, just just the mere fact that we have. Uh, nearly 600 instructors in the program nationwide now. Um, uh, I mean, these are folks who have stepped up and, and have uh, grasped this this ownership uh, concept, and they've grasped the uh, the idea that they have a you know a debt to pay, and they have an obligation to those after them. Um, and these folks have, are making the continued sacrifice that has to happen every generation to ensure that uh, that we can pass the nation on to the next generation and uh so that you know that's that's just it, it, it is it is a mindset i mean we talk about winning the hearts and minds and uh, i mean john adams talks about it as well he said the the revolution was won long before there were shots fired in lexington and concord and it was in the hearts and the minds of the american people and that's you know that's what we're trying to do we're trying to wake that up a little bit we're trying to revive the hearts and minds of of the american people in hopes that they uh uh, will we'll view themselves as owners versus uh, subjects. Let's get them uh, running the country and versus, well, somebody else, I guess. Uh, if it's not we, the people, running it, then you got to ask who it is. Right, and I saw uh, President, Ray, <clears throat> President Reagan uh, saying that in his speech uh, uh, today. Now, it just it was it had nothing to do with that, but uh, but every time I hear it, and I've heard it before, every time I hear it. Uh, it just sends a chill down my spine, and uh, you know. And I, I want to incorporate it in our message, and that is, uh, uh, if, if not us, who, and if not now, when, and, uh, and, uh, I mean that just that uh, says it all right there. If, if yeah. we're not going to do it, who is? Yeah. And if we're not going to do it now, then then when's it going to get done? And. The answer to that is a very dangerous one because if it doesn't get done now, if it doesn't get started on, if we don't uh, take hold of the, take this bull by the horns right now, while it's a while it's a uh, 
while it's a curable, uh, you know, problem, then then we're looking for trouble down the road, and there's a chance that we're going to hand off these problems to our progeny, to those who come after us, and uh, and I don't want to do that. I want to take an active role in helping to uh, uh, wake up my fellow uh, sleeping Americans and and get everybody to help shoulder the burden. Uh, the more people helping to do this, then the easier it is to get it done. You can have uh, a group of uh, uh, five or 6,000 people who uh, are having aneurysms because they're uh, – you know they're they're sweating and 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 straining to get this done, <clears throat> or you can have uh, uh, a couple of hundred thousand folks who uh, are sipping coffee and getting the same thing done uh, while they're doing other things, uh, including having a great day at the range, improving their marksmanship skills, and enjoying fellowship with the uh, with some of the absolute best Americans that uh, this nation has to offer, which is fellow apple seeders. Uh, yeah, and that's you know it's funny because that that that's you know kind of a theme of some of Fred's articles and stuff. But uh, it really is that who knew thing. Who who knew that uh, you know acting like an owner and preserving the country could be so much blasted fun? Who, yeah. <laughs> who knew? You know, and that's the other thing we're trying to get across to folks is uh, you know you're going to have a great time. You're going to meet great people, and uh, you're going to learn some uh, really neat things. And you're going to have a good time. And, and if it was just that alone, you would walk away going, "This was a great time." I mean, this was this was an e-ticket ride. This is great. Um, but you know, it's, it's it's more than that. It it is that, uh, like you say, it's it's that launching pad. It's let's, let's give let's give folks to uh, let's give folks to work together a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, uh, I mean, Appleseed's a great networking uh, tool. It's a it's a uh, uh, it's a great way to, you know, come to an event, and you meet friends next to you on the line. Uh, you meet friends from 230 years ago, and you realize that, hey, I'm not in this alone. And, and these thoughts and these ideas that I've been having about, uh, you know, wanting to preserve the the nation uh, aren't unique. And in fact, they're 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 uniquely American, that's for sure. But uh, uh, but they're not unique to individuals today. I mean, gosh, there's millions of people that ha- think that same way. But um, it is not. It's not something that that's being taught anymore, and it's not something that's being fostered anymore. And and frankly, uh, you, you know, if you spend any time listening to the uh, mainstream media, I mean, it, it's something that you shouldn't do. You know, it's taboo. But uh, well, you bring, you bring up a good point there, and that is listening to the mainstream media, and then. There's also listening to alternative media. Now, that's one of the, one of the things I want to point out. There is, <clears throat> you can listen to the folks uh, who who will give you the doom and gloom message uh, that the uh, the nation is ruled by I don't know by aliens and uh, uh, and we're all slaves and we're all headed to uh, to prison camps, etc. And there are plenty of folks out there sprouting this, and uh, and their message is the only thing that we can do is uh, is dig a bunker and get a rifle and prepare to fight the government. That is the message of of uh, of failure. 
That is the message of no hope. Now, we were talking about Fred earlier, and uh, and many years ago, and you can see this in some of Fred's older writing. Is uh, you'll see some things that that maybe don't uh, that don't jive with with the what the program is talking about today. That's because there wasn't an Appleseed program back then. There wasn't an Appleseed program. So what do you what what do you have? You don't have a message of hope. You didn't have a message of hope back then. And Fred, uh, I don't know, you know, when it came about, but I I, I know from speaking to him that uh, you know he at some point he had an epiphany, and that was that there has to be a message of hope that the that all is not lost, that uh, the country is is not doomed. Uh, there, is, there are certainly problems, uh, and there is certainly some work, uh, some maintenance that needs to be done on the nation. But the nation is not lost. So, so what I'm trying to say is that <clears throat> there is, before, uh, before Appleseed, because I haven't seen it in very many other organizations. Now, now they're, they're showing up now more and more uh, every day. But before Appleseed, there wasn't, there wasn't an organization that brought you a message of hope that said, hey, we're going to get together and we're going to fix this. Before, there were just organizations that said, uh, get ready because uh, the government's coming after you. You better go get a gun. You better get, uh, you know, build yourself a fort uh, so that you can fight the government, etc. Now, and that, that was never the message of the Constitution of these United States, that was never the message. And, and that's, a, <clears throat> that's the thing: you, you get you get a hopeful message when you spend some time getting to know the founders. I mean, think about uh, the adversity that they were facing at the time and the things that they were facing, and then think about the trail that they embarked on on, on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five. It was a very dark and undetermined. Uh, uh, trail that they took off on. I mean, they, they had no clue where they were going. They had no clue what uh, what was going to happen. Um, uh, you know, unlike us today, where we know exactly what we are capable of and we know exactly what we can do uh, if we just put our minds to it, if we just you know put our hearts and minds to it and decide to do it. But you know, that's that. That's where you get that hopeful message. You start looking at at uh, how those folks back then. Uh, really took to the task that was set before them and, uh, uh, you know, boldly went and did what they did uh, without really knowing where it was going to end up. I mean, that, that, that could have easily ended up in a, in a very, very ugly disaster, um, you know, basically enslaving themselves and, and children and, and, and generations to come. But they, uh, but they were hopeful, you know, throughout, even though even during the, the gloomy times. Um, and I think that's probably a big part of, uh, you know, where Fred's kind of perspective changed. You know, when you start when you start spending time with the founders, and, and reading their writings and their uh, experiences, and uh, you can't help but uh, but be inspired by that. I'm going to bring another caller on the line. Uh, welcome to the show. Let us know what uh, what's going on. Five seven five. It's a rerun. Is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. You're live. Hi, Scott. Didn't know you made it on tonight. You're live now, too. 
yesterday and it turned out we were training some seals for the navy at least that's what the environment was telling us no kidding that, wow that's laying out there you're deep in mud <laughs> so uh and how many were there uh 107 107 on the line okay still not a record so you guys are gonna have to whip up whip up some more folks how many did we have today, folks? Uh, 90, or 89, 89. 89 today. Wow. 80, y'all are going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I want to see some uh, 200 and 300 folks on the line. This is the biggest RBC in the world now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, you, you do have a record RBC. That is That actually is a record. Now, we had the RBC uh, here in Texas, and I think we had... I don't know, 30 folks at the RBC. Now, at the Appleseed, uh, we had uh, right at 90. But uh, that still wasn't a record. And, of course, our our paltry 30 RBC, and, of course, nowhere matches your uh, your 90 or 100. So I must bow on, on bended knee to you. It's great fun out here. It's a, a real pleasure working with the troops. Something makes you feel good. Uh Sure, like any any shoot, you're going to have little uh, little things pop up in the way, but we've been doing that, uh, adapting and uh, overcoming and persisting. How are they responding to the uh, to the instruction? Very well. They love it, and they love the history too. All three strikes. Today. All three awesome. strikes today. Awesome. And you guys are going through. Uh, uh, give me kind of a rundown on uh, on what the what a day looks like there. Uh, like compared to a regular apple seed. Well, <laughs> we get up at about six, uh, take care of our uh, morning necessities, go eat a little bit after seven. Uh, some folks from the battalion come down, bring a vehicle, and we pack up and head out to the range. Uh, today, two of us went to a simulator facility to to mess around there for a bit. Uh, they went out. They uh, do begin with the Army uh, sight-in target. Uh, take 15 rounds of sight-in, and then we shoot a red coat. Uh, from there, it's uh, it's different from a regular apple seed. Of course, fire is different to meet the needs of the troops. Uh, but at the end, we're finishing up shooting AQTs, and then today, uh, at the very end, we shoot the Army qualification course for them so that they can uh, qualify. And it went off very good. Listen, let me jump in real quick here because uh, I, uh, I I was just listening to you talk about that, saying uh, you know to meet the needs of the troops. And uh, I, I'm I don't know how long you've been listening, but uh, you know the message, of course, was the apple seed mission and stuff. And I was talking about how we're not uh, we're not training our members to to uh, to be uh, any type of uh, uh, fighting unit or anything else. And then uh, now you're talking about the troops. I want to make sure everybody understands that. Uh, uh, that Sam D is talking about the uh, one of the things the Alpsy program. This is a, a new thing for us, <clears throat> and that uh, is that we've been we were invited to help uh, improve rifle marksmanship uh, for the uh, armed forces, and uh, so we willingly sent down uh, a group of volunteers 
uh, to spend a week down at uh, uh, Fort Stewart, right? That's right. Okay, at Fort Stewart uh, for uh, the week of rifle marksmanship training uh, for the United States Armed Forces. Uh, and this really goes hand-in-hand, hand too, with the, uh, you know, we, we've always been uh, friends to the United States Armed Forces because uh, uh, we owe them a huge debt also because they are the men and women uh, who safeguard our nation so that we have a, uh, a place that uh, we can enjoy the freedoms and liberties that we have. Also, I'm sure that uh, if you're listening to the program, uh, if you're not a member then uh, you don't know that we prov- we uh, have waived the fees for any uh, anybody on active duty. If you are a on active duty, if a member of the armed forces, then uh, you are welcome to come and shoot free at an apple seed. Now that means bringing your family to you. Your wife can shoot free, and your kids under 21 can shoot free also. So if you're a member of the armed forces, then uh, that is one of the ways that we want to show our respect and our gratitude. To you, and uh, we've also, uh, as I said, we've also we're, we're experimenting now with uh, with taking the program, which is so amazingly successful, and uh, and giving this instruction to the uh, United States Armed Forces yeah. so that they can better help defend the nation. Scout, I'd like to have uh, one of our riflemen have a word or two with you. Let's go. Bring him on. And introduce himself. Okay. How you doing, sir? This is uh, PFC Polson. Well, welcome to the show. Did you say Bolson? Uh, Polson, yes, sir. Polson. Welcome to the show, sir. How was your day today? Pretty good. I had fun out here with those guys, with you guys, and uh, they helped me out a lot. Now, did you ever get uh, that Sam D character? Did you ever get him to stop talking? <laughs> Yeah, he he was good. He uh got us in there and uh got us shooting. Oh. Now, what about uh, the uh, the instruction? Was it helpful to you? Who? That was who? Who? Yeah. Yeah. He's an old cab scout. All right. What are you guys doing now? What's that, sir? Oh, I thought I thought that uh, you gave the phone back to Sam D. What are you guys what, up to right? What are you guys up to right now? Oh uh, well, we just got off, ate a little bit of chow, and about to do whatever we can do to. Oh, and uh, I got a uh, challenge coin from him. A little neat little coin. Oh, one of the apple seed challenge coins. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. You know we we value those things pretty high. Uh, Our and... value. And if you if you got one, that means that uh, that you were a pretty sharp uh, a pretty sharp person. What did you shoot? What was your score? Um, I hit uh, two oh nine. Was it or one oh nine? Two oh nine, sir. Two oh nine. All right. And uh, are you gonna? Did you? Are you shooting for just one day, or are you gonna continue shooting? Well, just one day, sir. Just one day. Wow. What about the history? What did you think about the hearing the history, the three strikes of the match? It was really interesting and everything. Had you had you heard uh, very much of the history before of uh, Lexington, Concord, and Battle Road? Um, no, sir. You know they don't teach that in school uh, oh, really anymore. It was real interesting. 
And Sports uh, Teller, too. He told it real well. Who? Which one told it? Uh, P. Henry. P. Henry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Exactly. So, will you be shooting tomorrow? Um, I don't think. We'll shoot uh, 9 mil tomorrow, sir. Oh, okay. And who are you with? What unit are you with? If you um, can tell me. Uh, 178 field artillery. All right. All right. Listen, I, we, 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 I want to tell you that uh, I just got through talking to the rest of the folks here and uh, and saying that the reason, uh, you know, one of the reasons that we uh, that we have the program is open. It's free to uh, all members of the armed forces who are in active duty, their wives and uh, and their kids, because we because of the gratitude uh, that we owe you guys, because of the fact that uh, you guys are there, uh, giving your time, sacrificing your time to uh, uh, to stand on the wall. And safeguard the nation, and we want to tell you how much we absolutely appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. We have a pretty good cast of instructors down here too, Scout. Who else here? Who else instructing? Well, right now we've got Old Glory sitting here, right next to the phone. Say hi. Hi, Scout. Hey, how are you doing, OG? I'm pretty tired, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> well, listen, great job you guys are doing. Who's coming in tomorrow? Do you know? Uh, we'll, ha- we'll be the same folks, plus um, one new instructor. Uh, Sergeant Cap will be coming in tomorrow, and uh, a couple more instructors tomorrow night for Thursday and Friday. But I just like to tell you, thank you. We, I don't have a good internet connection, so I can't post pictures yet. But I took 149 on Monday, and 105 today. To get some good shots. People will be able to see what it's really, what it's like here. Um, but it's not going to happen because I don't have an internet connection that I can do large pictures with. So that'll that'll be next week. Well, uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Now, do you have a, uh, uh, do you have a, uh, like a, what is it called? Is it called Photoshop or, or photo oh. image? Uh, you know, the software that lets you compress them? Oh, if I knew how to do that, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you should have the, the program should be in there with your brilliant, do you have brilliant photo? No, actually I have iPhoto. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're using a Mac system? Yes. Yeah. Well, then I have no idea. My wife could tell you, but I have no idea. I was going to say that your software, you should be able to open up uh, your uh, uh, your photo software and, uh, and it should allow you to it should allow you to compress it. Uh, yeah. you know, so that you can send it stuff, but but I don't know how to tell you how to do that. So yeah. So we'll look forward to seeing uh, the uh, stuff this coming week. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, and and keep taking it. keep taking pictures every day. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've got Coley Cat here, and we've also got Bama in the room. And howdy. so. <laughs> Bama says howdy. I just call it Coley Cat. Hey, how you doing, Coley Cat? Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> How's everybody uh, weathering the? Uh, 
the program? Well, uh, we get nothing but great reports back from everyone, uh, shooters, um, all the way up to colonels, I believe. And, well, it, uh, sounds, it sounds like you guys are having a great time. Now, I sure like the fact that uh, since they're in the military, they really got to kind of do what uh, – they really got to kind of do what you guys ask them to do, you know. They're not uh, they're not paying customers, so uh, they don't get to do what they want to do, you know. If nope. we had if we had if we could treat all of our guys like uh, the military, uh, we could cut the apple seeds down to one day. I think <laughs> we could use two days with them, but um, they're extremely polite. They listen to all the directions. They try to do it, and uh, yeah, you're right. They're all they're all model students and. And I think everyone should be real proud of uh, the guys in the armed force. Now, how about the? Uh, now, are you guys seeing? Uh, I would I would think that you would be. You're seeing like massive improvement uh, by the end of the day from each of the shooters, right? Uh, oh yeah. Um, today we had a lot of rain yesterday, so we didn't get in the uh, qualification test that the army wants to use, but they got it in today, and. Um, we had uh, somewhere between 70 and 80% of them qualify first time, which is uh, really pretty unheard of, I believe. I imagine it is. And, uh, and it says this is going to be a, this is going to be a great, uh, this is a great opening you guys are providing because I think that we can do this uh, in each state uh, for our armed forces. <clears throat> and one of the things that I always hit on is that, uh, uh, I know you guys are all vets, and I was too. And one of the things that always amazed me about uh, my service was that until I reached a special ops unit, that uh, there was absolutely no uh, there was absolutely no rifle instruction. You know, <clears throat> even for the uh, the line units, you know, the infantry and stuff like that. And uh, I always thought that was pretty amazing. I said, you know, here we are. We're supposed to be. Uh, our main tool, our main job is uh, defending the nation uh, with our rifles, and uh, and basically we got uh, one day to figure that out, and then no more. And, well, you can, uh, you can rest assured that there's going to be at least 500 uh, brave men who are going to be a lot better trained than uh, they have been in the past. So uh, it's just like... Uh, our other work in Appleseed, you know, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. And uh, uh, one thing I did want to mention is that it is absolutely incredible to have over 100 center fire rifles going off on stages two and three. It is, it's a sound, it's just like fireworks. Your chest. Now, are are y'all getting uh, uh, digi uh, digital of this, uh, you know, video? Uh, negative on that. We are they, we'll try. Okay, see if you can get some because we sure can use some for the uh, the promo if they'll allow it. You know, I don't know if they, I don't know what they're saying about photographs and stuff, but uh, they've they've actually been pretty pretty uh, lenient about it. Um, certain things we we can't do, but uh, for the most part we can do um, names and unit numbers um, are things that we should avoid. Right, and right. Where they're headed and, and where uh, they're headed. But if you can get some uh, some video of uh, of what you're talking about, like the uh, you know the the massed uh, uh, fire, you know from from down from one side of the line looking down to the other, that would be great. 
You can't even see the other end. You of can't. The line. You can't see. It. <laughs> How long is it, Sam? How three football fields. It's three football fields long. Wow. And, and that's, a, that's what, about right because you need uh, uh, you're going to need uh, one and a, one and a half meters per a shooter minimum, and uh, so that's uh, that's about right. And I know that the, in the uh, the military courses they have a, a much greater distance than that. Yeah, the, the guys are they are complaining they're a little cramped on the line, and we're going to try to spread them a little bit more yet tomorrow. So, but, uh, we've had some issues to deal with, but riflemen. Uh, what does a rifleman do, Sam? He persists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we're, and adapt. We're, we're doing real well with that, I think. Well, this sounds absolutely amazing. You know, I've, been trying, to, I've been trying to get a program together with uh, the uh, folks at Fort Hood, and, uh, and it kind of had kind of stalled just because uh because it was a new thing and uh, and there wasn't uh, anything to reference it to so i think this is going to be great for me especially and i think for the rest of the program because uh, uh they will certainly be able to reference this you know from now on when we're speaking uh you know with the different uh, organizations yep absolutely hey i got uh one more person here okay let's hear him you want to Sure. How do you do? Good evening. Hi, who's this? This is P. Henry. Hey, how are you doing, sir? Very well, thank you. Good. I heard you guys. I heard you handled the history today. I did my best, yes, sir. The uh, third strike, because of time constraints, had to be a uh, manufactured Reader's Digest version on the fly sort of a thing. But well, uh, we got it you know done. What? You know what? Uh, any history is good because here's the thing that I tell uh, the folks, even I tell my instructors this, is Especially that... Especially coming uh, from P. Henry, any history from P. Henry is going to be good. So oh, I yeah. It, yeah. Well, well, the thing about the history is that it doesn't have to be uh, the exact uh, names and dates, and it doesn't have to be a complete uh, recitation of all the facts. All it has to be is a from-the-heart uh, presentation in order to get folks interested in finding about it on their own. We're never going to be able to tell everybody about all the history, even in, even in five days. But what we can do is make it sound attractive and make it sound interesting so that they will take it upon themselves to learn more. And, uh, and from what I hear, you do a great job of that. Well, the, uh, the mission for the history is to impart the debt and duty. And uh, we did a good job of that. Uh, the first and second strikes were quite detailed and uh, run run through normally, but uh, the third strike was abbreviated. We didn't get any dangerous old men in today, but uh, that was a good thing because we got those in on delays on the line yesterday, so it means we had less delays. But overall, it was good. We had a, probably a dozen soldiers ask me personally if they were going to get the third strike. So uh, we definitely drummed up a little interest there. No kidding. They actually asked if they were going to get it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. So what's fun is, you know, you guys, you, you'll get these guys talking about this while they're going through the rest of their training because they're all going to compare the stories, and and uh, hopefully you guys can mix it up enough that they uh, uh, go, you know, go on their ways with the, with the full story and let them share it with each other. Now, you guys, well, aren't letting, you guys aren't letting Fred tell any of the stories, are you? Fred's not here, unfortunately. Oh, he's not there? 
No, sir. Okay. No, roster, but uh, I believe he and Fun Fowler are involved in something important right now. I wasn't able to make it. Right. Well, you're. That's good and bad because uh, <laughs> one, it's good because I love hearing this story from Fred, and unfortunately for uh, for my guys, is that uh, that's how I learn the story, and that's how I, you know, that's sometimes how I tell the story, and that's uh, that's the hour and a half uh, first strike or the hour and a half uh, second strike. Uh, so, and I know you guys don't have time for that uh, there and keeping the. Uh, the line fast paced and moving, but uh, I still love hearing it because I love hearing the history. So it could be a three-hour history, and I would still just sit there enthralled. Absolutely, I had uh, one of my instructors do a uh, first strike at the weekend event that I did before coming here, and he was very unhappy with himself because it ran about 50 minutes. And I pulled him aside and told him uh, not to beat himself up too badly because it was absolutely stellar. His level of detail is incredible. I told him he needs to streamline it a little bit for time constraints at an event. But, you know, overall it was very enjoyable to hear, and I don't think any of the attendees were bored. It just cut into their training, you know, their educational time. That's right. And uh, and I've heard this the history now hundreds and hundreds of times. And you know what? I still uh, I still get that uh, little leap of joy when I hear somebody say, okay, I'm going to start with the first strike or the second strike. Uh, and that, and I get ready to listen to them tell it because I love the story. I love the story of our nation's history, and I'll listen to it a uh, hundred more times because I, I absolutely love it. It's an amazing history that our nation has. And uh, if you think that if you think that the history uh, of our nation isn't uh, romantic and exciting and and sexy and breathtaking then you just haven't been involved in an apple seed. You haven't been involved in uh, American history. Absolutely. Well, the fact that each instructor tells it, you know, in his own, from his own viewpoint and in his own words, in his own way, that's what keeps it fresh. If we all read it off a sheet, you know, then it would become boring. Uh, it, it would become boring to someone who's heard it hundreds of times anyway. Uh, but since we all have our own little different take on it, it keeps it fresh and alive and keeps it a living history. Right. Is... Uh... Is Doug there with y'all? He stepped out of the room, unfortunately. Well, just uh, tell him I said hi, and that uh, the rest of us say hi to him, and uh, and we give our we want to send our uh, appreciation uh, along with uh, all the rest of you guys uh, to him also. I sure will. Is he uh, now? Is he staying awake through the whole day? <laughs> yes, sir. He is. <laughs> well, good. Because I know how he likes to take a little nap now and then. So, uh. no, there's not a lot of napping out in this range. <laughs> well, I really look forward to seeing the pictures and uh, hopefully to seeing some uh, uh, some video of it because uh, it's really exciting stuff that you guys are doing, uh, and I'm really uh, I'm really uh, proud of you guys taking the Appleseed program to these folks, uh, helping to uh, develop not just them as shooters uh, and soldiers and defenders of the nation, but as folks who will go on, uh, once they've heard the history uh, that you guys give, once they have heard about their duties and responsibilities and obligations to the nation, uh, that it's gonna, it will carry on and continue with them throughout their lifetime. And uh, that's what the program is designed to do. And uh, 
I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Well, we've been telling them all about the program. Uh, the ones that are interested in ASP, and uh, I couldn't count the number uh, thereof. As a matter of fact, they uh, they definitely express interest. They find out that they you know they can attend at no charge when they're active military. They're all very impressed by that, and I would be surprised if we didn't see some of them at subsequent events after they after they get back. Right, and uh, and we're still looking for uh, somebody to uh, run an event. Uh, over in the Gulf. So uh, maybe if you guys will let them know that uh, we'll send them the uh, we'll send them any of the supplies they need uh, to uh, to run an event. Uh, you know, if they happen to be over there, that uh, we'll send them any of the supplies and uh, and gear that they need to run an event if they uh, end up over in uh, uh, in Iraq or Afghanistan. I'll bear that in mind. All right. Get- to the uh, to the pictures, uh, Old Glory's done a tremendous job on the still images, and I did bring a video camera, and I'll see if I can get it cleared tomorrow and uh, equip her talented hands with that video camera and see if she can't get some footage of that uh, incredible record-breaking apple seed line. <laughs> That's going to be great. That's going to be absolutely amazing. Listen, we sure appreciate everything you guys are doing. It's an honor to be here. It really is. And, I was just uh, talking to you significant other on the phone, and she heard a bunch of the voices in the background. She said, who is that? I said, that would be soldiers, honey. I'm in the middle of a military base. <laughs> and every so often there's a lavatory, and every so often there's a chow hall. You yeah. know, and this is so large, it takes over 30 minutes to get to the range. It's probably larger than the county I come from. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, Fort Hood here, people don't realize how... Uh, how large that is! It uh, it's the size of uh, by itself of a county, and uh, you know driving from one side to the other, uh, even on a, on a good fast road, is going to take an hour, hour and a half, and uh, you know it's just uh, uh, it's pretty amazing. I'm sure she, I'm sure it sounded like a party when she was talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's well, I don't know about a party, but there, you know, there were. Uh... Manly voices passing the phone, and she wondered wondered where I what you know what they were, not not you know thinking about where I am. Right. Uh, when are you guys coming back? Coming back here? Yeah. Well, when will you get through? Oh, you mean oh from from here? Uh, right. We are scheduled to do training through Friday minimum. There's a possibility they may want us to do some additional work on the weekend. I have another event this weekend, so. Uh, I will probably leave unless there's a great need for me to be here. Okay. So most of Friday night, I drive back down to Florida to run another event unless there's a tremendous need for my, you know, for my presence. All right. And uh, and then as soon as you guys can, uh, as soon as somebody can get some access, we would love to uh, to start reading the AAR in progress. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get enough Internet connection uh, or enough uh, time. I got four hours of sleep night before last, six hours of sleep last night, uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're running on that. But we'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Well, listen, guys. Clock for us. Thanks a million for what you're doing. Be sure and let us know as soon as you can how it's going. And if we don't hear anything until uh, you get back, then... And then we'll just wait until you get back to here. Uh, yes. So God bless you all. 
And uh, and anybody else got anything they want to say, or anybody else want to uh, get any information out? Uh, our uh, interim shoot boss uh, has to has to speak to you here. Uh, Ron had to leave for for a uh, important urgent business. Yeah, he's but our uh, interim shoot boss is running away and uh, refuses to uh, <laughs> refuses to engage. Here he comes. Here he comes. I think cleaning the floor can wait, sir. Okay, good. Very nice talking to you. Here's Jim, our uh, uh, our shoot boss. Hey, Cal. Right. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I think we're all dragging just a little bit. Well, good. You should be. It's, it's great being able to hear to be able to be here and train these soldiers here. It is an honor, it really is. I know people have probably overused that, but just the thanks that we get, and then there's some things we really can't talk about. But some of the mission that they talk about going into the what, what this unit is going to be doing, uh, it can make dramatic dramatic changes in the future. Excellent, excellent. And you guys should be dragging uh, because. If you're not, it means that uh, you didn't put everything you had into it, and uh, and I wouldn't uh, I, I don't, wouldn't expect anything different than uh, each one of you guys to be dragging pretty good because I know that every one of you guys are 110 percent committed uh, to the Appleseed mission and to making sure that uh, the guys that you're working with get every bit of the uh, skills and techniques that uh, you can give to them. So. I expect you guys to uh, to be dragging a good bit. Me and Old Glory was talking yesterday evening about all the rifles being fired on the line. If nobody's ever heard nearly 100 rifles, M4s going off at the same time from about 100 yards away, it, it's better than a 4th of July celebration with a fireworks. <laughs> yeah, well, I've come close. Like I said, we had uh, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, we had an RBC, and then the apple seed afterwards was... Uh, this is one of the early ones before uh, before everyone was using rim fires. So the majority, I'd say there was about 80 centerfire rifles uh, firing at once. And uh, like you said, it's uh, it's a sight and sound to behold. Another thing that was pretty interesting was yesterday morning when they started bringing the ammo out, and they brought 13 cases of 1,800-round cases and started offloading them off the Humvee. That was pretty amazing, too, knowing that we had that kind of ammo to expend on the range. Well, whenever you think about the uh, the amount of ammo that you're shooting, or the amount of ammo that the guys are shooting there, if you've got uh, a uh, 100 folks shooting, okay, then, uh, then you're shooting uh, 4,000 rounds on every AQT. So, yeah. Uh, you know the the amount of ammunition jumps really high, which was one of the things that was uh, that was kind of a uh, a stumbling block for bringing the Appleseed program into the uh, into the armed forces into the military, both because of the uh, of the the budget of training ammunition, because it's you know it's hard to get uh, uh, forty thousand rounds of ammunition cut loose. You know, for a weekend, uh, you know, for training. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I can imagine uh, when they start uh, when they start unloading it, uh, you know, there at the beginning of the day. And uh, once again, you guys are doing an absolutely amazing job. What happened to Ron? Where did he run off to? He had uh, an appointment he had to make tomorrow morning. He's going to be back here tomorrow evening, so he's making a quick trip to North Georgia and should be 
back on the road by noon tomorrow. I should be back down here by five. Is what he's thinking. Great. And now you guys have a uh, you guys tomorrow is going to be the same unit, just a different group of guys, right? Uh, yeah, different group of guys. It's all the same field artillery unit, different platoons, different companies coming through. I think we had first two days. I think we had one company. We've had four platoons go through so far. And I think we've got a different company coming through tomorrow with two platoons. So, yeah, because the, the guy earlier, the PFC earlier, had said that tomorrow that uh, they were going to be shooting uh, uh, handguns. Yeah, they're they're getting a whole uh, variety of training down here, not firing. Uh, and what's what's fun to watch is all the soldiers moving around here. They keep their M4s with them all the time. You see them at the mess hall. You see them walking down the street. You see them in their PT uniforms out there doing PT with their weapons, so it's pretty amazing, so. Right, well, you're, you're a, uh, you're a uh, prior service, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so it's not, it's probably not as amazing to you because, you know, we all, we've all been there, we've all been through it, and, you know, and realized that uh, once they, once that you've signed your, your name on the dotted line for that rifle, that, uh, then it goes wherever you go. You go in the shower, the rifle goes in the shower. Everywhere you go, the rifle goes with you. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you guys got anything else to uh, put out? No, nah, I think that's it. I think about everybody's had a chance to talk a little bit, and I think everybody's about ready to hit these army bunks we've got provided here for us. So. All right, well, listen, thanks. Uh, our thanks uh, as members of the Appleseed Program, our thanks as members uh, of uh, these United States uh, for what you guys are doing. And, uh, and be sure to uh, impart our, our thanks and our gratitude uh, as members of the program and as Americans uh, to those men and women that uh, you run through the program tomorrow. We sure do. We, we tell them that. Maybe with what we're teaching, they can put some more bad guys in the dirt. I'll go for that. All right. Well, uh, thank you a million. If you guys want, to, if you want to uh, uh, to stay on and listen, you're welcome to do that. Uh, I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just uh, cut off your mic here so that uh, uh, if you guys want to talk, then uh, you can talk and uh, and still listen if anybody wants to listen. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you again. God bless you all, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you at the next, at the soonest possible moment. Okay. All right. Adios. Bye. Wow. Pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, that's pretty humbling. That's uh, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. They. Uh, uh, it's. Uh, I was. I was sure it was coming, and. Uh, and I'm very, very pleased at this. And it sounds like that they also are very pleased about this. And uh, and I'm really looking forward uh, to some great stuff coming out of this. You know, you, you know, as, as, as many of the uh, military folks, and, and I just want to make it clear that it's uh, active reserve or guard. Uh, they all shoot free. Um, but uh, as many of the, the military folks have gone through all the all the shoots that we've had, um, you know, here in the program, and, and and hearing them, you know, give us appreciation, tell us that they appreciate the uh, the marksmanship and, and the course that we're teaching. 
you know, I'm not shocked that, uh, that the soldiers down there are, are, are appreciative of what our guys are teaching. Um, I'm, I'm tickled, tickled by it. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 the course that we're teaching is, is stuff that just isn't being taught anymore in, in a, lot of, uh, a lot of areas. And there's really no place, no place in the world that folks can get that kind of instruction in, in a, in a two-day course. I mean, it just doesn't exist. I mean, uh, you and I both know competitive shooters, and they say, uh, you know, it took me years to learn all this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's because we've got our program. Like I said before, is that the Appleseed program is not about shooting. But that being said, we still have the absolute best fundamentals of shooting uh, program in the nation. We have, we have our game honed, and uh, we can come in, turnkey operation, and our game is good. Uh, we can give you everything you need in the two days clinic uh, to prepare you for the rest of your life as uh, a rifle marksman. And this is the stuff, uh, like you said, that competitive shooters uh, have come to the program and said, "Wow, man, I wish that uh, I wish I would have got this uh, when I started out." We get guys from uh, SWAT units, uh, from uh, Marine Corps sniper units, etc. They come to the program. They say the same thing. They say, "Wow, I wish this is where I would have started." You know, whenever I talk to uh, law enforcement organizations, I say, "If you guys are going to head, if you have some of your guys headed uh, toward any of the advanced rifle marksmanship, uh, any of the SWAT courses, anything like that, this is where you need to start. This gives you uh, your basic game, your basic fundamentals of rifle marksmanship." You know, including uh, building a stable shooting position, determining your natural point of aim, and shifting it onto the target, and then executing the shot by the six steps. Without that, you can't make the shot. With that, you can make every shot. So our game is good. Even though we are not a, uh, a sh- shooting organization, uh, as far as, as that, is that being our game, that, like I said, that being said, we still have the best, uh, fundamentals of shooting program in the nation. Well, and let's let's kind of define some fundamentals, and let's maybe give some of the listeners an idea of what we're what the the information and, and the and the skills that we're imparting onto these soldiers, as well as uh, everyone that uh, participates in the procedure. We, we're, we're giving folks all the all the mechanical skills that they need to shoot a rifle accurately out to 500 yards. Now, it's not saying that everyone that comes through an apple seed walks out being able to shoot accurately out to 500 yards, but but they have all the, they have learned all the mechanical skills that they need to do that, and it just it will take some further usually it takes further persistence and uh, some practice on their on their own time to uh, hone those skills uh, to that level. But um, <clears throat> you know I've, I've I've literally taken folks through two days of apple seed and on the third day taken them out and. Uh, Put them on a range, uh, three to five hundred yards, and they were making hits ninety uh, percent of the time or better, uh, out to five hundred yards. And, and and that I know you've had the same experience. And right, and, and when they do yeah. it, and they go down, and they look at that target. They're like, wow, wow. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and that's the kind of skill we're trying to impart into under these soldiers too. We want them to be able to take their rifles and and run them accurately out to five hundred yards. So that they can be more effective in in what they're doing and, and 
you know, give them a, maybe a little bit more of a buffer of protection for themselves if they if they find themselves needing that skill. Um, and that's and that's unfortunately most of the uh, armed forces don't um, don't even teach their guys that initially. So uh, um, uh, so this is a skill that uh, some of the stuff that these guys are being taught is stuff that they they were never taught. So uh, right, and uh, and I love the fact that that the Appleseed uh, mission and the Appleseed course is it isn't one of just shooting. It isn't one of uh, of social gathering. It is uh, it is an absolutely life changing, uh, life altering uh, course. And these guys, even though uh, you know they're we're doing it with the military. I say even though we're doing it with the military. These guys are going to take the information that we give them, uh, the history and the knowledge of what their responsibilities are, and they'll take it with them for the rest of their life. They'll take it out of the military, in the military, when they become when they come back to a civilian service. That that will, that seed, that apple seed, will still be will be planted and germinating and hopefully growing in them. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and the hope too is, and it sounds like uh, it, it's also taking root. Is um, you know, we give these guys an appreciation. Um, uh, maybe a better way to put that is, is we are showing these guys the appreciation that we have for for the sacrifice they've made because these guys are, are stepping up to the same plate that our founders stepped up to on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five. You know, and so they they're they're. They're in that same line. Their heritage, their 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 lineage is right there with with these very same uh, uh, men who grabbed their muskets uh, on April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, and went out and uh, stood against tyranny. And uh, it's exciting to be able to uh, impart that uh, heritage onto these guys. And I'm glad that they're getting the history in as much as they are, because it. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'd like for the, I'd like for the rest of our guys to uh, <clears throat> to begin, uh, you know, begin, uh, you know, no no rush on this, but begin seeking out uh, contacts in their neck of the woods, uh, you know, for us to do the same thing, and uh, and like you said, we're you know we're doing two things. One, we're giving these guys the uh, the rifle marksmanship, the skills and techniques of rifle marksmanship, so that uh, we don't want any of our folks in harm's way. We don't want any of our uh, soldiers in harm's way. But if the mission they're called on for, to perform requires that they be in harm's way, then let's give them the absolute best uh, set of skills and uh, knowledge uh, in order to fulfill that mission and uh, come home. Yeah, I mean they're they're carrying a tool that is uh you know very capable up to 500 yards and by gonna be that let's give them the skills to use it so they can uh, uh, you know if the unfortunate event comes where they have to uh, they have to do that to defend themselves and their bodies and man it just it, it's heartwarming to think that you know that this program has had a part in. Uh, Saving some lives, you know, and then I'd like to think that that's the case. And uh, uh, you know, it'd be even better if they came home and said, you know, we we, we never had to shoot uh, fire a shot in uh, in anger, but we we shot a whole bunch of AQTs on, uh, on on some time off that we had, and got some buddies started on this. Um, that would be the best news. But 
Well, I think, too, that, uh, you know, I, I talked to the folks about uh, the events of April 19, 1775, and on that day you have two examples of what folks who are not trained, you have two examples of things that happen with them. If you have, uh, you have two groups of armed men uh, facing each other and uh, and either neither or one of the groups does not have the skills uh, that they need to do the job, it can make them very insecure, and it can cause uh, them to make mistakes. Whereas if you have a group of men who are who are all sure of their uh, their shooting abilities, their techniques and skills, it can uh, it can sometimes prevent the shooting part of it in the first place, uh, you know, and uh, and then if they do have to shoot, then it can certainly help them uh, take the day, as it did those men and women on April 19th. You know, in every case that the uh, that the colonials, every time they faced the British regulars uh, in an equal situation. The colonials took the day. The Americans took the day because of the rifle marksmanship. Oh yeah, absolutely, and, and their confidence in that, and their confidence in their marksmanship. You know, that's the, that's the thing that's amazing is you hear about these guys uh, on April nineteenth with, with their smoothbore uh, muskets. They were setting up. Some of these guys were setting up over one hundred and fifty yards out. Knowing that that was the that was the range they were going to shoot at, and they were confident in that skill. And and meanwhile, hear about the story of uh, Hezekiah Wyman, where he was outside of the the musket range of uh, uh, of the of the, uh, the British soldiers, uh, but yet they were within his musket range, and he was taking the shots and being effective. Uh, and and they had they had no uh, defense. The only thing they could do was charge the man to try to get in within their effective range. And, um, you know, had, yeah. they, had they had the skills and the confidence, uh, you know, Hezekiah Wyman would not even be a, a man we talk about at the, uh, at the events. Yeah, every time, we, every time that, that story's told, I still get chills uh, down okay. my spine, just thinking about, thinking about being uh, one of the British regulars in the front ranks. Uh, you know, when they saw him approach and dismount and begin to take aim, they knew. It wasn't, uh, will one of us get shot? It's going to be one of us is going to hit the ground. All right? He's out of our range. There's nothing we can do. We just have to keep marching, and one of us is going to hit the ground, guaranteed. Yeah. And that's what happened all day long. Yeah, it's, um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully we send these guys out with a greater bit of confidence in, in, in their skills and abilities, um, and, uh, you know, greater confidence in their heritage and, uh, uh, this is exciting stuff. I, I mean, I was excited when I when I first heard about it, and, um, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll leak a little bit of a uh, information. I mean, we've, we've got a national writer that um, I spoke to last week and I mentioned this uh, to him, and he said, I, "I want pictures. I want a story. I want to be able to tell the story." So um, of the the Fort Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So I, you know, I'm excited because it's um, you know it's good for the program. Uh, as much as it's good for the for the for the soldiers, and it's um, uh, you know e- even if we weren't allowed to tell the story, uh, it's it's still great for the program because it um, uh, it, re- it really is a, a validation of of what we're doing. We we see it all the time on the line, like I mentioned earlier with the with the soldiers coming through, and 
the folks that are uh, that are typical, typically the experienced shooters, uh, those folks coming through too, and, and giving us the uh, uh, their review of, of our program. And uh, so, it, you know, it's a great confidence boost for us. I mean, this is this is tremendous stuff. This is exciting. So, uh, I'm glad those guys called in. It was it was neat to hear this story. Right. Uh, like I said, I'm just uh, I'm blown over by it because uh, I was hoping. Uh, you know, I've been working on this for about a year now, uh, trying to get uh, some involvement with. Uh, with it, with the guys at Foothood, and uh, just about had it in the bag, and the unit I was working with, uh, it just kept taking time and kept taking time, and that unit deployed before we got the okay. So I have to start over from scratch, uh, and uh, like I said, I think this is going to very, uh, is going to give a, a big boost to getting that done. Yeah, yeah, and it, um, you know, if if, if the brass, I, I gotta, I, I tell you what, I've, I am, I have got the, I, I would love to know who the commander is of this, uh, of this battalion, because it would, you gotta admit, he really stepped out, um, you know, he got, he got to see a, a taste of the program, uh, thanks to Bolgun seventy one, and, uh, uh, you know, he saw the results on, on just twenty men. And, uh, and and based on that, he stepped out and said, "All right, I want to do this. I want to bring this in. I want to ma- I want to make this available for for my men." And uh, I hope he's he's. Um, it sounds like he was he may have been there to observe today. Um, but I, I hope the brass that was in charge of, of making this decision will find that it was uh, uh, worth the risk. Because I'm I'm sure that there had to be a bit of caution where they. They thought, man, do I, do you know? Do we bring in this program that's really unproven? Are we going to be the first ones to do it? And I hope, I hope that they are walking away, going, well, we definitely don't want to be the last ones to do it. So uh, this is exciting stuff. And uh, like I said, it'd be nice to shake his hand or her hand and say thanks for the opportunity because it's uh, it's rewarding on a on a two-way basis, that's for sure. Right, and. Uh... And you guys, if you'd like to, hmm, well, I'm I'm getting a, an error message uh, yeah, on the switchboard of. here. I'm going to say, if you want to call in, uh, we'd love to have you guys call in. However, the uh, well, uh, as soon as I get the chat, the uh, switchboard to open back up, uh, I'll give you guys a number. And uh, we still have 15 minutes. You guys are welcome to call in. Uh, <clears throat> If it opens back up. Uh, now, I see one of the things, uh, uh, and I would like, Stacy, I'd like you to, uh, uh, and you guys are asking who I'm talking to. I'm talking to a fun follower. Uh, the, uh, several of the guys have, have mentioned here, and uh, I would like for you to come back on Tuesday with us and talk about this, uh, because this is a very important thing. I think it's just as important as the mission that we were talking about, what our mission should be, our mission statement is what our mission is, not what it should be. But uh, and that is, they've said. Uh, let me see if I can get back to where it was and who it was. Uh, national match. He says that he would like to hear uh, where I think what I think that we. Oh, here it is. 
uh, I'd love to hear Scout's vision of where Appleseed will be in five years. And uh, I think that is a great topic. However, it's <laughs> yeah. not a topic for 13 minutes. But I think it will be a great topic for next, for next uh, Tuesday night. And I would love uh, to speak about that because I have definite uh, – I have, uh, you know, definite ideas of where yeah. I think that we well, will be. I'm sure can, Stacey uh, does too. Yeah, we can, like them, we, we can give them some teasers. We can, we can, we can throw out the the word exponential uh, because that's, uh, I mean, we've we've achieved uh, exponential growth for the last four years or three years. Uh, I, you know, just to get out a calculator and do some number crunching, it gets pretty impressive in a hurry. But there's also some other things kind of came out. Um, out of this uh, gun rights policy conference that I went to uh, a couple weekends ago, and um, I guess maybe just a weekend ago already. Yeah, I can't. Time's flying. But um, there's some uh, uh, great opportunities that are, that are coming our way, and uh, and they're gonna they're gonna change the program, um, I think, in scope and in direction, in the sense of um, uh, you know you often talk about building a machine. Um, I think we're getting to that point where others are seeing this machine and they're going, huh, you know, that's an incredible machine. How can we use it? And that's really kind of what we want to do with the program is we want to be a tool for others to use. We talked about it earlier with, um, uh, you know, like the the civic groups. Uh, You know, if you want folks to get active in your civic groups, uh, your Rotary Clubs, your Qantas Clubs, your uh, whatever, uh, Boy Scouts, things like this, uh, they come to an apple seed and they walk away with a whole new respect for their heritage and a whole new uh, appreciation for the fact that uh, they're, they're the owners of the country. And if they don't, if they don't step up and act as such, then uh, you know, the country uh, the country's going to f- suffer because of that. And, uh, and indeed, they, they'll have the confidence also that they can step up and, and uh, act as owners and and that's kind of exciting. We're, we're, like I said, there's there's some opportunities that kind of presented themselves at the at the conference, and and I can see that happening more and more for the program as we. Uh, I mean, gosh, we're in 46 states right now. So, right, and and we should be uh, well. The way I like I was telling you earlier that I I always consider Appleseed to be like a launching pad, but at the same time, I also and once again, whenever I if I talk about apple seed uh in i use any type of military analogy uh it's just it's because of the uh the structure and stuff of it not because uh that apple seed has any military purpose and, and i want to make sure i made that clear you know like at the beginning of this uh the show and, and now that anytime i if i say uh, any stories or anything that relates to it it's not because uh that we're doing any kind of training for the military or anything. But I always uh, felt, because I'm prior service, is that Appleseed is almost kind of like a uh, almost kind of like a boot camp where you go to the the boot camp. When you're, when you're in the military, you go to the boot camp, and then at the end of the boot camp, you get uh, your assignments handed out to you. You know, everybody's sitting there like in a little group, and uh, you have the uh, the drill instructor says, okay, uh, so-and-so, you're headed to uh, uh, 11B, rifleman, uh, so-and-so, you're headed to uh, 11 Charlie, mortarman, uh, you know, so-and-so, you're headed to 11 Delta, scouts. And uh, 
that could be close to uh, the way we do it. You go to an apple seed, and then at the end of the apple seed, <clears throat> there are, uh, you know, a hundred different directions you can take. And uh, and that we have folks there from different organizations who have who have uh, uh, who have become allies with us, like uh, like we recently did uh, in El Paso. So we have the apple seed, and at the end of the apple seed, once the apple seed's over, then uh, we have the uh, the guys from uh, Texas State Rifle Association, and uh, they speak, and uh, they signed up a lot of members. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know, and, that, and that's just the thing is there's there's very good organizations out there doing very good things uh, that really help. They're, they're there to plug people in as owners, and, and you know, we're not that organization. We're not a uh, an applied owner. Uh, organization. Uh, we are in the sense that if you come back and help the organ- uh, apple seed grow, then, you know, once again, you're contributing to that machine that's going to uh, help everyone else. But uh, uh, really, they're, they're, we are a first step. We'll send some folks on. I, I want to I shift gears just a little bit and kind of uh, mention that um, uh, a fellow by the name of Tom, he goes by Desert Rat 144 on the uh, forum. Uh, he's a, a disabled shooter. He went to his first apple. I think it was his first apple seed uh, just out in Reno just recently. But he has helped us um, set up a, uh, uh, a disabled shooters program here in, at Appleseed. And it's something that we're working to get up to speed. Uh, it's probably a little ways down the road before it's fully running. And But it's to help educate our instructors on how to deal with some of the disabilities uh, that folks may show up. And it's also reaching out to some folks with disabilities, disabled vets, uh, other folks with disabilities, and and get them involved in in the program. Um, Because, uh, you know, like I've tried to uh, tell Tom, I said, you know, these folks have a lot to contribute to us. Uh, You know, I don't want to make it sound like we're out there giving handouts because I want these folks. I mean, it's the hearts and the minds that won the revolution, and it's the hearts and the minds that are going to keep uh, this country going on the right track. And uh, these folks have hearts and minds. And by Gumby, I could care less if if they're they're uh, uh, missing a leg or missing an arm or, or uh, can't hear or, you know, I don't care about that stuff. I want their hearts and minds because that's what makes them uh, uh, owners of the, of the country. That's what makes them Americans. And uh uh, so I, I just wanted to throw a plug in about that. Maybe uh, next Tuesday, if I can get online, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But uh, Tom has really taken this on as his task, and uh, I wanted to give him kudos. But I also wanted to uh, have folks kind of keep an eye out for that on the forum. It's uh, it's now currently in the instructors area. Uh, once we get it ramped up, we're going to move uh, the program over to the public side of the forum, as well as to the uh, website. Right. And we've had I work with uh, quite a few of the guys yeah. like that. You know, yeah, I have got, yeah. I've got guys uh, you know that will call me uh you know several times during the year and say, "Hey, <clears throat> I'm uh I'd like to come to an event, but uh I got shot the rag dolls, you know, whenever I was in Vietnam or or Korea or in the first Gulf War, etc. uh and I and I don't got a, I don't have a leg anymore or I don't have an arm or maybe I've got the body parts, but they just don't work anymore, and uh, I say you come on, <clears throat> you come on, and uh, and we will figure out a way for you to shoot. Uh, we're going to do whatever it takes. If I got to build a little uh, table in front of you, then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, if you can't make the positions, I don't care. 
because we're going to get you down. We're going to get you in, in some position, and you're going to shoot alongside the rest of us. Yeah, now, like I said, we've had some good folks step in and help Tom out with some of this. Um, you know, it looks like we're going to end up with a uh, possibly a DVD with signed rate, uh, line commands so folks can understand what's being taught to them. And, I mean, it's just some, some fun stuff. Uh, exciting to see that, uh, you know, that apple seeders are stepping up to make things happen. And uh, so that's, uh, like I said, I just wanted to kind of throw a plug in for that. Um, uh, and it, you know, that's what's fun about this program, too, is that, uh, you know, there's there's just such a can-do attitude that uh, is pervasive uh, throughout all the folks that are involved in the program. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And that's that confidence, I think, that comes from uh, comes from the marksmanship program, and I think it's the confidence that comes from uh, being awakened to our heritage. Right. <clears throat> wow, this has been a great uh a great program, and uh, I want to thank the person that uh, that brought this up to me. Uh, the uh, that brought it up last week. I'm not going to mention any names or anything. But I want to tell him thanks for uh, for bringing up the the issue of uh, of the apple seed mission, uh, because <clears throat> as I said, there's uh, you know there, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it is a sticky thing because in one way. We want to make sure everybody understands uh, the mission that's crystal clear and uh, and that we are not in any way uh, training any type of folks for anything, uh, that we're not, uh, that we have no connections whatsoever to any type of militia, etc. Uh, that's just a given. The only problem with that sometimes is that if we say that, uh, and I think that uh, Stacey and I were talking about this last week, that if you come out and you say that, then it sounds like uh uh how how are we putting it me me thinks he does protest too much yeah. you know that uh, if they're saying this then they got something to hide and then the fact is that we don't have anything to hide we are so out in the open we are so absolutely simple and squeaky clean it's unbelievable now i get uh i get emails from folks who are in militias and want to become involved etc et uh uh, I tell them that they can come as an individual uh, to a rifle marksmanship course. It's open to anyone and everyone, but uh, that we have no involvement in training any kind of uh, militias, uh, any kind of organizations uh, that have any uh, agendas, etc. But we do want to give them hope. Yeah, we, we want the, we want those folks to come out and hear that there's other options outside of the ones that they've uh, been led to believe are are, are, are the ones they have to face. I mean, if if you're looking at uh, the, only the two options that George Washington and and his generation looked at, then uh, you're missing the boat. The boat is uh, uh, USS Liberty is, is is a ship of of hope, and and by Gumby, there's a lot of people that bled and died to ensure that um, we wouldn't have to face just merely two choices uh, that our founders faced. Uh, they, they gave us that third choice that uh, uh, any freedom-loving uh, person would love to have. So That's right. Uh, all right. Listen, uh, we I'll hope to see you guys me. next Tuesday. Thanks a lot, uh, Stacy. Uh, we hope to see you guys next Tuesday, and I'd like everybody to be thinking about uh, what National Master said. And uh, let's bring that to the table with us uh, when we show up next Tuesday. And that is, where does everybody think 
that uh, the Apple Seed Program uh, should be in five years? What is, uh, what is the vision of uh, everybody for the Apple Seed Program? Because uh, it's important for us to have a long-range goal uh, for ourselves and for the organization. And uh, so we'd like to hear what you guys think. Thanks to everyone for uh, listening in. Thanks to everyone for calling. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, see if I can get this to open up. Seeing you uh, this next Tuesday. Or here are uh, uh, reading you. There we go. Reading you this man. next Tuesday. <laughs> All right, guys. <clears throat> God bless everyone uh, involved. And. Uh, and we will see you this uh, next Tuesday.